0: Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.
1: From KCBS Radio, I'm Mallory Samara. And from Matt Pittman. And this is Bay Current for Thursday, April 21st. Wednesday, April 20th, 2022. Or sometimes better known as 420, a celebration of weed. Right at the edge of Golden Gate Park, at the top of the pan portion of San Francisco's panhandle, on the other side of Kazar Drive from Kazar Stadium and SFPD, is a massive grass field called Hippie Hill. Well, most recently, it's officially being called the Robin Williams Meadow, but it's where cannabis smokers from far and wide come together on April 20th. Every year, to honor the herb. It's been going on since forever. Well, at least the early 70s. And growing up in the Bay Area, 420 at Hippie Hill was a familiar utterance for as long as I could remember. See, the area is no stranger to progressive celebrations. It's a hop, skip, and roll away from the Haight-Ashbury district. And, of course, in the middle of the epicenter of the famed Summer of Love. Organizers expected about 20,000 people it did take me an hour to find parking and I gotta say I don't remember the last time I saw so many cars on the prowl in those little small UCSF adjacent streets I know I should have taken public transportation as it was heavily encouraged over social media but as I can imagine it was just as urgent for me and the other space hunters to get into the park by 420 to chronicle that moment when everyone lights up in unison. wanna send
0: follow up play all my weed smokers. everybody lights up though to me 420 front back of you smoking weed right
1: now there were costumes folks in shiny 49er bomber jackets food vendors, a guy in a bright green jacket who dead on looked like Albert Einstein, Mike Tyson was there promoting his cannabis company, large MACDRA stickers were being given out, and there was a DJ set tribute to Robin Williams, and lots and lots of people waiting in lines. Oh, and of course, a ton of smoke. I saw comically large joints and glass bongs, and there was certainly no shortage of smiles. But this is a much different 420 than in years past. I mean, same energy, but 2022 was the first year there were on-site cannabis sales, similar to when the music festival Outside Lands, also in Golden Gate Park, broke the mold by also welcoming the practice in 2019. And because it was being sold, the event was 21 and up, with IDs being checked at the door. People technically weren't allowed to bring in their own stash, with SFPD even tweeting out the rule, saying it was largely due to fentanyl overdoses, but let's just say enforcement was light. For some people, this was their first 420. Okay, cool, what's your name? My name's Troy. Troy, and where are you from? Uh, I'm from Utah. You're from Utah? Yeah. Are you, Did you come here just for 420?
0: I didn't actually. It's my brother's birthday and I actually extended my trip just to stay
1: for 420. Is there something that you do every year or is no, it your first No, I time? lived out here during COVID and oh. nothing was going on so yeah. I have to make it back this summer and see all the cool stuff. And are you here for 420 for the reason why everyone else is here for 420? What's that reason? <laughs> <laughs> to smoke weed in the park, unbothered, oh, yeah. well, outside. Well, <laughs> I mean, I smoke weed everywhere anyways,
0: but... <laughs> yeah. So does
1: 420 mean anything then, or is 420 every day?
0: Four twenties every
1: day. Yeah. <laughs> what about you? What's your name? I'm Lily. Lily, nice to meet nice you. To meet you too. Do you come to Hippie Hill every year? This is actually my first time. Oh yeah. How fun. <laughs> um, are you here for the music, for the weed, for I'm more here for the weed, yes. than anything. You know, the experience. Did it bother you that you couldn't bring outside weed in this year? They didn't even check. I brought in my stuff. <laughs> and what's your name? Alex. Alex. Are you from the Bay Area or from Utah? Uh, Utah. Oh, wow. Yeah. OK, so three people from Utah. All right. So for you, 420, is it every day? Is it?
0: I, yeah, but I mean, 420s, its um thing. It's I mean, it's more special. <laughs>
1: yeah. How would you describe like the vibe and the energy out here today?
0: Oh, it's. It's crazy. It's chill. Everyone's getting lit and having a great time.
1: Have you ever seen anything like this?
0: No, I haven't.
1: There were also attendees who say they've been coming to Hippie Hill for years. But someone with an especially close tie to the event was this gentleman. Um, hello there. Hey, how are you doing? <laughs> good, how are you? Good, good. Happy 420. Hey,
0: happy 420. Hey, hey, so my name is Tajay Massey, and I run uh, Baba, which is a cu- custom cannabis subscription box.
1: He was being modest in his introduction, but Massey also happens to be the Tajay Massey, founding MC for Oakland rap icon Souls of Mischief, a puzzle piece for the multi-member hip-hop group Hieroglyphics. You can hear sirening in the background Oakland singer Gawapole, who collaborated with Hieroglyphics for one of their most popular tracks, Make Your Move.
0: So it's almost like a wine of the month club or a grocery subscription, except it's cannabis-based.
1: That makes it sound more normalized, like how it is now, you know? It's like, that was pretty common a few years ago, wine subscriptions, Uh, you know, beer subscriptions and stuff like that, and now it's weed.
0: Yeah, and also I think... Uh, post-pandemic, a lot of people were worried about going out to anywhere, mm-hmm. but let alone standing in lines, because uh, cannabis was an essential service, yeah. standing in long lines at the clubs. Also, the clubs, not to knock them, I mean, they, they have their thing, but when you're paying for brick and mortar and a lot of uh, employees, et cetera, your prices are astronomical, you know, compared to what we offer, which is almost uh distributor straight to uh client directly
1: and I mean you know with the pandemic I think there are a lot of things that we think of differently now including like disabilities and accessibility oh yeah absolutely we have a lot of disabled
0: customers and we also offer boxes that aren't necessarily just smokables we also have some CBD stuff in our lines so there are things that are almost all topical and edible things like that so we're we're trying to be inclusive of everybody and make sure that we're sensitive to everybody's needs
1: how long have you been operating now
0: we've been operating since last year
1: okay so it was during
0: the pandemic? Well, we saw the pricing, and and we saw an opportunity, and just talking to people, seeing that they were getting everything delivered, from their meals to their groceries, et cetera, we said, hey, well, why don't we start putting these care packages together, and those turned into sort of a monthly subscription. It's been uh, pretty successful. We got a good, loyal customer base. It's very easy. We pay our delivery drivers very well, uh, and they build a rapport. It's the same person. It's not like you're calling a random deliverer to bring you a product. Uh, it's
1: like having a milkman. Yeah, exactly. Or like a postal, exactly. you know, exactly. a
0: postal. Well, worker. we're Calibaba, so we call them our genies. But <laughs> oh, yeah, nice. we pop up once a month, and it's really, it's really been good, and we're building a, a strong rapport with with our customer base, which I think is going to be important moving forward with cannabis. Uh, there's so many products that people want to feel some sort of connection to what they're getting.
1: Yeah. Have you gone to 420 a lot in the past? The event. I've been
0: going since uh, high school.
1: <laughs> and. Yeah. Compared from now to then, well, what the, how is it different now? Besides well, you well, now a being a vendor older, here, right? yeah, being yeah. a vendor
0: is one thing, but also just like 420, it was there's a counterculture aspect to it, mm-hmm. and now I'm not saying it's uh, been co-opted, but it's more mainstream, and I think that's positive just for cannabis and cannabis culture in general, yeah. because this is, I mean, you know, I hate to sound cliche, but this medicine put forth by nature (laughs) Mm -hmm. to heal us and that doesn't just mean physically but also socially I mean we see people from all different walks of life here coming together around this plant and I think that's awesome It's, it's great so I don't think that the mainstreaming is a bad thing but definitely there was an element of danger and and counterculture when you're cutting school to come out here and smoke with a bunch of teenagers versus being out here as an adult you know selling custom subscription boxes
1: and getting advice from SFPD through Twitter about things not to bring to your 420 like weed festival it's like I, I, what?
0: to me that's what the police should yeah. be doing though right yeah. policing isn't always about busting people it's about safety so yeah. if they're if they're being advocates for safety I'm not mad at that. I think the issues that we have with officers is oftentimes they're the people entrusted to protect us. Before when a cop walked the beat, and hey, hey, Johnny, how are you doing? You, you, You felt safe and you felt like that person was a part of the community. So this is a step towards making them embrace this community, which is everybody, right? All walks of life, all ages, et cetera, I think it's a positive thing. It's a Bay Area, the forefront of a lot of movements, right? The hippie movement is from here, the black power movement is from here, the women's movement, uh, movement for people with disabilities. So it's not just rallying around necessarily a plant or something like that. We are some sort of vortex or nexus where we, we push culture.
1: I think the trippiest part about walking into the festival was definitely seeing the large vendor signs stretched out on huge metal structures. So instead of a guy with a bucket hat and a Jansport backpack skating by you and whispering weed, there was legal currency exchange. There's now a legitness of the festival it was, after all, sponsored by Weed Maps, but the commercial aspect of cannabis now oftentimes under scrutiny as people with weed-related offenses, especially those in black and brown communities, still sit in jail. But Massey sees this community-modeled event as an opportunity to learn, shift, and evolve the culture.
0: I think a lot of the corporatized part, portion of it might not, and co-opting of it may not be the best thing. I mean, and that's the same with uh, Silicon Valley and all those types of things, right? right? So we have these great tools like the internet and and you know even some of the surveillance technology, face recognition, all these things that can make our lives so much easier. And it's really about those who are in control using them for the right means. So I'm hoping that this, which seems still organic, still seems familial and, and community-based, for this to sort of be To move in that direction but you know we we can't there's always something sinister and so i'd say just remain vigilant you know get high don't get too high you know and and keep your eyes open
1: and lastly the energy here that you've noticed i'm I'm assuming you've been out here all day yeah there's a a ton of people here and i'm just like covering the lawn and the hill and everything what's been the the energy or like the vibe that you've been getting all day
0: it's been nothing but love for us also i think post pandemic people are really Uh, observing people's personal space and respecting people's personal space which I think is a positive uh, side effect of this sort of last two years where we've been sort of unable to even interact with each other so it's been really cool Uh, I think that the fact that there's no alcohol here might have something to do with that too and I'm not you know gonna bash somebody's you know what they're into but I I really think that uh, It's it's a positive thing because 420 is about the herb, and and, and I'm glad it's just about the herb.
1: It seems as though 420 at Hippie Hill, while it is about that one thing, it's more than that one thing at the same time. San Francisco rapper Burner, who just finished chemotherapy and is in remission, was on stage for the strike of 420 p.m., and he had this to say about being there.
0: Three months ago, I was laying in the hospital bed, picturing just this. I was thinking just about this right here. If you feel good to be alive right now, make some noise.
1: I was packing up my equipment when 5 p.m. hit, which was a hard stop for organizers. And host Chris Riggins had a few things to say as people made their way out for the day.
0: Tennessee, whatever y'all was drinking. Don't in the bushes, we got spoilers. We want to do this again next year, so make sure y'all leave quietly. Neighbors around here working.
1: And something I hadn't seen in a really long time, lines and lines of bacon wrapped hot dog carts. New episodes of Bay Current are out every day, and we'd love to be a part of your daily routine. Please subscribe to Bay Current on the Odyssey app, Apple Podcasts, Overcast, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, or just about anywhere you listen. We're also on YouTube, on the KCBS Radio YouTube page. That's it for today's Bay Current. I'm Mallory Samara, in from Matt Pittman. We'll chat with you again tomorrow.